Welcome to Mouth Stuff with Nick and Nick. I'm Nick. And I was on mute. I am also Nick. I'm here now. This is our 10th episode. 10? Already? Wow. Yeah. It's hard to believe it was 10 weeks ago that we st- did a podcast for the first time. Yeah, yeah. That, no, that's the thing, though. It's like 10 consecutive weeks we have done this. Even, uh, you know, I did. there was like a little trip between that, but we made sure to get it out um, that time. You know, so that, that's surprising that we have the attention span to, to uh, go this long. So we'll, we'll, we'll see how long we can keep that up. But hooray for us. Yeah, I'm... I don't want to brag too much, but we're pretty amazing. Yeah, that's what we're trying to get out of here. I mean, obviously our audience knows that, but you know, just if you need a reminder. I mean, anybody can do one podcast. A lot of people could do five podcasts. Maybe, I don't know. A few people can do nine podcasts, but like how many people can do 10 podcasts? Us and all the greats and all the ones that are really popular. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, we're up there with, like, yeah. the greatest of all time, yeah. the GOAT podcasters. Yeah. Whoever that may be. <laughs> so, let's jump right into our intro. What did you watch this week, and what pissed you off? Ooh, um, so I never, okay, so I never know if, like, that's you just announcing the intro, or it's like, should I, is that towards me should i go first well, i went first last week so you went first last week okay yeah. i'm glad someone's keeping track um so if it's okay i'll go in order so i'll tell you what i watched um i i guess did we talk about this last week i forget um it was one of the weeks but we talked about this show and i actually started it so um i think i, I took your advice even though i was gonna watch it anyway um but yeah no this week i started watching queen's gambit oh yay i'll pause for a reaction thank you there you go um yeah, uh, so I watched the first episode last night, um, or maybe the prequel, I don't know, um, just because it was uh, her uh, childhood, I guess, or children. Um, yeah, and then today I watched three or four more episodes, I don't know, it's just kind of became a binge today that I didn't realize was going to happen, um, so that's to say, I, I, I guess I like the show. Um, yeah, so so far I'm liking it, uh, it's pretty good, um, and you predicted that I would like it, and yeah, you Right. Um, I, I don't want to go too much into it. Um, I guess that's what I'm saying. Um, but nah, that's that's probably for another time. But yeah, no, I like it. And uh, if I have time tonight, maybe I'll watch another episode. Um, but there's only seven. So that, that kind of, there's only seven episodes. So that really disappointed me. Um, what was your favorite chess move that you saw? Uh, <laughs> always like a good castle. Good castling. Um, that's... Uh, no, just because that was like one of the first ones I really learned besides like moving upon <laughs> uh, as an opening move. Um, no, yeah, so it's usually castling, um, which yeah, can, um, can be a good strategy. Um, I know nothing about chess, but when we were watching, and I think it's in the first episode, like when the custodian is teaching her how to play chess and he's like telling her about these different moves and he does this one move and He's like, oh, this move has a name. And then I was just like waiting and waiting. And then it's like, it's the Queen's Gambit. And I was like, ah, yeah. I knew that was going to credits. Be- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, a, yeah, it's, um, yeah, that's actually kind of, I think um, king-sided moves are probably more, I guess people would say interesting, but no, uh, Queen's are probably more, uh, Queen's Gambits are probably more um, 
don't know. So I'm not into, I'm not like as into chess as, and so this show is making me really ashamed of that. And that, and I actually know a lot less about chess than um, I, I make it seem to be. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, kind of humbling, but it's actually kind of getting me back into that, um, that world, I guess. So yeah, no, so I'll be probably working on my chess a little bit more. Um, no, so yeah, no, but this is really reminding me that I know nothing and I'm I'm terrible at the game. Um, you need to make sure you can get to the point where you can play a game of chess without needing the board, with just like talking with somebody in a, in a car ride. That's that's true, and also with someone else besides myself, that would also be good. Um, yeah, no, it's good practice to like mimic because kind of as you see through the show, you know, a lot of it is just like kind of remembering different moves, different uh, and past games too. So there's. Uh, historical games that are cataloged and um, different moves and how they responded and how that was a good move or not. Um, people know, um, know pretty well. So a lot of it's like learning from history. So, and kind of practicing that on your own is good, I guess. Um, but no, it doesn't beat like actually competing with people. So and there, there's, uh, there's apps for that, I guess I could do, um, but I, I need to learn a bit more about it. And sometimes I'm like, oh, wait, does this, does this piece go here? I always have to remind myself. So. So this this movie uh, this show is helping me learn more about chess. So yeah. So anyway, um, that's it for me for that. So I guess I can go on to what pissed you off or me off. Yeah, you don't know what pissed me off. So I guess I'll find out. Um, no, 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 no. Let's go on to what you watched. Yeah, sure. So I actually got to watch quite a bit of stuff this week because of uh, the snow kind of canceling some plans. So I got to Great. hang out Great. and watch some stuff. Y'all got some snow. Was this so? This wasn't school related. No, I mean I watched some stuff for school. I was reminded that The Birds is a terrible movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on! Think of it during its time, though. I I'm so thought? glad I never lived in a time where The Birds was a good movie, <laughs> because I think the acting is terrible. Obviously, yeah. like I understand special effects then is nothing compared to what it is now. So I'm not even like saying the special yeah. effects are terrible. It's just like the acting around it is bad. They didn't like, know how to act back then either. You can't tell me the kid in the live action Jungle Book, like acting off of a tennis ball on a stick. Like why can he do such a better job than the people in this movie? I, I, I told you cause act, they didn't know how to act back then. It's no. Yes. Uh, so, so yeah, that was uh, school related. Also, today I watched on HBO Max uh, the <laughs> Never gonna buy it. Stop. <laughs> the Little Things. Uh, it's the new movie with uh, Denzel Washington and Remy Malik and Jared Leto. Oh, I, I vaguely know what this is. It's like one of those thriller, like cops trying to catch the serial killer type movie, but it takes oh. it in a different way that, like, oh, I kind of enjoyed that it wasn't the typical chasing the serial killer movie were so they, I, I appreciate the cops at the end was it like a <laughs> they actually all just decided to go off and become serial killers on their own <laughs> it was one of those like all right we'll meet up again in 10 years and we'll like talk about how much serial killing we've done <laughs> no that's not how the movie ended but also watched uh sonic the hedgehog oh okay yeah i remember that snap that's right and i'm not gonna lie it was yeah. nowhere near as bad as I thought it was going to be. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's that's what I hear. Which is, 
Uh, actually, kind of surprising because wait, how 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 much into Sonic are you? I'm doubt. I, I think very little. Oh yeah, I didn't play okay. much of it as a child, and since have not played any. The only real time I remember playing Sonic is like I think my dentist as a child they had it like in the lobby you could play it. That's I don't know why I remember. I was like that. I play with my dentist. <laughs> <laughs> Like everyone yeah. does. You know how, like, after school you go hang out with the dentist? And you're, just like, you're just hanging out with your dentist. No, so I don't... Like Sonic? Are, is it, are people upset that it wasn't, like, true to the storyline or something? Is that what... I, story? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm, not, I'm not into it. As others. But I, I actually... I, I think I, people... I, I actually, sorry. I think people would say the same thing you did. Like, they were actually like, oh, yeah, this is pretty good. Um, And then and they, they heard... They, they heard the the outcry that kind of arose from the the initial um, uh, images that, that came out uh, for for uh, Sonic's uh, character model. So they did oh, yeah. kind of closer to, you know, what it, what it kind of looked like in cartoons in the video game. So um, I think they appreciated that. But if you take Jim Carrey's character out of the movie, I would yeah. say it's an enjoyable film. Really? Okay, so you didn't uh, like his character? No, and I don't know what it is. I used to be like a, a big Jim Carrey fan when I was a kid, mm. but maybe it's just because I feel like his style of acting is more for children, maybe. Okay. Even though his movies aren't necessarily <laughs> for children, uh, well, at least back when he was like super popular with like the Ace Ventura ones and stuff. True. But yeah, I just could have really done without his entire character. Every scene that he was in, it like... I didn't like nearly as much as the ones with just like the road trip of Sonic and whoever the other guy was played by James Marston. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's in like every movie. He's. I feel like I get him confused with someone else. I don't know. He's just... in like oh, so many movies. Is it James Marston or John Marston? Nope. That's the thing though. This is what confuses me because John Marston is like um, a character in uh, Red Dead Redemption. Oh no, it's definitely not him. The video game. Uh, so yeah, that's what. That's kind of. It oh, is James oh, Marsden. Marsden, Marsden yeah, with a D. There's a D. Yeah, Marsden. He's Cyclops. God. Oh, that guy. Wait, like the the older, like the. Like yeah, the, the original oh, okay, okay. film adaptation of Cyclops. Oh wait, the Notebook. Yeah, he's. In yeah, the he's in the Notebook. He's in Enchanted. He's in Sex Drive. Uh, he's in Superman Ret- Returns. Oh, don't forget Hop. He was in Hop. Yeah, yeah. He definitely does some of these uh, films that are more financially risky, probably. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Okay. So what pissed you off? It's very sad right now. Um, oh my God. Okay. Get ready for this. No, it's it's, it's actually not that bad. So first off. A lot of snow around here. That just kind of maybe didn't really doesn't really piss me off because I like the snow, um, but it's just starting to become a uh, it's just really starting to be annoying and just inconvenience me. Just when I'm trying to walk around, um, so it's been snowing a lot here in Chicago. Um, I mean, the last month it's snowed like five, six times maybe. So we've kind of been under like a full foot of snow in that amount of time, um, and it's just it's just kind of annoying. Um, just trying to get around, um, and you know they do their best, but there's only so much uh, you could do to clear off the sidewalks. Um, so it's annoying, it's just kind of annoying getting around. Um, but what really pisses me off so far this week, this barking dog who 
is somewhere in this apartment building. I can't like triangulate where because like the barks are coming from everywhere. But this dog, no lie, well, I guess it stopped now, but it, like has been barking for the last like 48 hours straight. And there was another time this week that it was barking nonstop and it's driving me crazy. Uh, it just started this week and it's pissing me off. And it's making me hate dogs even more. Not that I don't hate, not that I hate dogs. It's just, I just prefer not to be around them. Uh, and for like these instances like this, um, it's just, I know I should probably get mad at the owner or something. I don't know. But, you know, when I'm being woken up, I'm not thinking like, oh, that owner, yeah, no, it's like that dog is barking and that is annoying me in the moment. So I'm going to be pissed at it. So anyway, so it's just been really annoying. Um, it's hard to concentrate with it barking. It's like I hear it over everything. Um, anyway, so that's, that's, that's been pissing me off. So hopefully it stops soon somehow. I experienced this back in my old apartment too for like a long time. And that was really annoying because it was like the, I think this one's like kind of below me on the other floor, but somehow I still hear it. But this one, the back of my old apartment was like right, uh, was right, it was adjacent to like my room and like right where my headboard was with, uh, with my bed. And so I could hear it in every detail and it was so fucking loud. Um, so that was more annoying. Uh, but hopefully I just kind of ignore it or it just goes away or I don't know, someone else adopts the dog. Who knows? We'll, we'll see. Wow. Anyway, because they clearly can't take care of it, I guess. I don't know. So anyway, that's that's me. That's, that's been annoying. Uh, how I, hope you, I hope you realize of all the unpopular opinions you've said on this show, being anti-dog is going to be the most controversial. <laughs> okay, I'm not anti-dog. You it's... just have no positive feelings towards dogs. No. <laughs> is that, that sounds anti-dog. Um, it's just, no. Sometimes, no, I'll like... Uh, friends dogs to some extent um and like hey i would like live with a dog as long as like you know if, if i was living with someone who had a dog you know that would help take care of it too but i just don't want it to be my, be my sole responsibility um like i don't know it's, it's just it's just a hassle um and they 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 just tend to annoy me more so than cats um so that's why i kind of prefer cats. so sorry for you dog lovers out there um, I just, I just tolerate them. And I, I don't, there's certain dogs I love. Um, once they get to know me, once I get to know them. Yeah, I was going to say, Ellis loves her uncle. Yeah, and I love her too. Until she pisses me off. She does that pretty <laughs> good. She just well, likes to stand on you. <laughs> that hurts. I know. It's, it hurts. She's not good at being affectionate. No, and, and sometimes she's too affectionate. <laughs> yeah. Or it hurts. <laughs> anyway. All right. So what pissed me off this week? I... No, no. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh. I... Okay. Nick. You told me it was my turn. Yeah, yeah. So, Nick, what pissed you off this week? Oh. I feel like on Mondays, I come up with, like, so much stuff that pisses me off, and then I forget about it by oh. the time... So the well, only you gotta thing... write it down, and then every time you'll see, you just get pissed off. <laughs> and then I'm just gonna have a list, and then somebody's gonna find this list and be like, "Oh my god, <laughs> my name's on here a lot." <laughs> the only thing I can really think of is not really something that necessarily pissed me off. It was just like I'm pissed that I'm so awkward that like my interaction to it made it very uncomfortable. Those are funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is funny. It. it not nearly as bad as that time at the grocery store where the guy asked me if I wanted to get a store card. <laughs> That's the best one. 
I, I don't know how good the story works on uh, podcast because it it's kind of physical, but should I tell our six listeners the story? Just tell them and hey, if it doesn't work, then cut it. But yeah, no, go ahead and say well, I'm not going to know. I'm not going to know if it doesn't work until people listen <laughs> to it. See if they laugh. So one time we were at the grocery store and it was a grocery store I'd only been to a couple times, not too far from my house. I did the traditional thing when you go up, the guy asks if you have a store card. Very common question that you should be able to respond to. Uh, I, for some reason, decided I needed to justify why I didn't have his store card. So he said, do you have a store card? And I said, no, I'm not from around here, (laughs) which was not true. And he knew it because I was wearing a shirt for the school I was teaching at, which was two miles down the road. Uh, so then I felt I needed to continue this cover up by uh, placing my hand over my shirt where where the uh, name was of the school. So it kind of just looked like I was doing the Pledge of Allegiance yeah, the whole like rest of the time. The uh, so, yeah. up. Instead of just saying no or no, thank you, I don't want your store card. I decided to make up some kind of excuse and then I immediately had to try and cover up for it. Uh, People are going to listen and be like, that's not funny. Yeah, yeah. No, so, that's that was br- so funny. What happened the other day was I was at Wawa, which I tend to do. Yeah. Uh, very pro, pro Wawa on this podcast. Feel free to sponsor us. Yeah. Uh, so I was at Wawa and I got the stuff I was getting. I don't even remember what I was getting, like a coffee and something else. And I went up to the register and the man at the register did something I've never had ever happened to me at a register. He said, hi, what can I do for you? Which, why does the guy, like, why would the person what? at the register, and I was thrown off by this because I didn't I know. off, I was like, what do I say? Yeah, I don't know what to say to a man at a register when I've already, like, moved my. <laughs> please, sir, can I buy these? Yeah, like, please scan this so I can exchange <laughs> money for it and then leave. So I did the worst possible thing, I think, and I just didn't say anything. <laughs> So he said, what can I do for you? And I just kind of like looked down. <laughs> and then there was a awkward silence. And then he just like scanned the things and said the price. And then I paid. And then he's like, have a good day. And I was like, you too. Because I know how to respond to that. Because that's what yeah. they always say. But I, I was completely, thrown, I was completely thrown off. Because he's like, what can I do for you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it wasn't really pissed me off. But it was well, just like. I was upset that that situation had to happen. <laughs> <laughs> he had to do that to you. No, but this kind of, I don't know, for some reason I was, um, this is a long time ago, but it was at the mall. And for some reason I was, you know, back when people would go to Aeropostale, um, I walked out of it. And for some reason I was kind of caught off guard by an employee saying, oh, thanks for shopping with us. And I was like, thanks you too. Because <laughs> uh, that's all I do had to say. Like as if they said, oh, have a good day. But yeah. Uh, I guess I was at an age where I was, wasn't used to that because I was still pretty young, learning the ropes of how to um, exist within society. Um, so yeah, that, that kind of threw me for a loop. Um, so I get it. I get it. Sometimes, especially now, or at least for me, you know, I tend to have less, you know, human interaction. But I did hear as I was leaving, he was scanning the next person's stuff, and then the guy came up. And he's like, what can I do for you? And the guy just said, oh, I'm just checking out. And I guess that would have been a better response than saying nothing and looking down at the counter. Yeah. But it's just like, it shouldn't be what somebody, I don't know. It was my opinion. That's not 
what he should have said at the yeah, time. It's not like you're walking into like a general store, you know, in the 1800s. <laughs> I don't know. It's a different type of things you're looking for. Um, I need six pounds of feed and a bottle of cocaine, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But I'm surprised he didn't adjust too after that interaction where it's, he still continued asking people that. He's like, no, it's not me. It's, it's the customers that are wrong. <laughs> They just don't know how to respond. Yeah. I'm doing it right. Yeah. Oh, thanks for um, gracing me with that. That story. That was great. Yeah, that's my my awkwardness. Might as well be somebody's humor. <laughs> I love these stories. Well, because for me, I don't know it's just it's just for me funny seeing just how you react to it. Because oh, I am plenty awkward too. I just let it go. Um, at this point, it's just like, oh, that's me. <laughs> Has like has my own theme, <laughs> my own theme music in my head. Uh, that's me, and then I just walk off. I'm, I'm like, but I feel hey. like if I would have said literally anything, it would have been less awkward than saying nothing and just looking down. <laughs> Bury your shoes. <laughs> All right. Anything else for this segment? Mm, I think that wraps it up. You know my thoughts on um, Queen's Gambit and dogs. Mm, so. I forgot to mention at the beginning of this podcast, we are starting a new format this week for mm. our 10th episode and beyond. Up a bit, yeah. Yeah, in order to try and shorten these a little bit, because apparently we do a lot of mouth stuff. <laughs> uh, we are changing up the format and talking about specific topics each week, which I guess was what we should have been doing from the beginning. And that's kind of how it was starting to evolve yeah. into. Uh, so we will no longer be doing weekly trivia. Instead, one week a month, one episode a month, we will do an entire trivia episode. Uh, so we are, as I say this, we are going to try and go one episode, one topic. Uh, but for this episode, we have two topics. <laughs> two topics. Uh, well, sometimes I think we could mix in some of these reactions, you know. To, yeah the news so we originally because for some reason we tend to keep being late to the game <sighs> uh we did a sports movies topic after the big game we did president's trivia well after the inauguration and we realized last week right before we recorded we should have done some kind of rom-com or romantic movie podcast for valentine's day so we're a week behind on that as well so we were fully well planning to do a rom-coms episode, which we will get to, but first we need to address uh, some Big Birds news. Not Big Birds. <laughs> <laughs> Not the Super Bowl commercial. God, how is this podcast getting worse each week? <laughs> well, I do want to add though um, that I don't know. It um, for me, for me, I think it makes sense. You know, I think we're cornering uh, a vital part of the podcast market where you know there's probably a lot of episodes that come out. Uh, before or during like holidays events and uh, so there's just this like huge influx of all this content but then there's like the uh you know the, then it just dries out afterwards and then it's us coming in like oh no wait there's still like this valentine's day content that uh people are yearning for afterwards well after they're they're done thinking about the holiday so i think i think it's i think it makes sense <laughs> that, that being follow. said our episode next week will be entirely dedicated to the fourth of july yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this year or last year <laughs> 2012. so uh the big bird yeah the, the big awesome. bird news the big 
big bird controversy. Birds, eagles. They were just should we just change it so that way it doesn't sound like a Sesame Street character? <laughs> the big eagles news this week. Uh, we have been doing this podcast for almost a half hour, and you've yet to mention my outfit. Oh no, I was going to mention what we got here um, because uh, <laughs> at first I was like. I've just been so bad. I'm like, oh, wow, this is the Shaw Jackson jersey, but it's not. I actually, um, like, I could have worn my Deshaun Jackson jersey as well today because they're releasing him, yeah, which is that, not. I think that's what, that's what uh, I was thinking, but, but no, it's it's a Wentz jersey. And why is that important? Why, why What does that signify? Why are you because wearing? this drama has finally ended, uh, and he finally is in a better place. <laughs> <laughs> he's not dead, okay? <laughs> he's, he's, he's alive, Um but I don't know um, how alive you can be in uh, in Indy. But yeah, no. It's, uh... I mean, he's going to a better team, <laughs> so he's pretty alive. <laughs> better team, better defense. He'll probably have an offensive line. It's it's like when you live in a two bedroom apartment in a city, and you're a child, and your parents say that they took your dog to a farm. But like, if they actually took your dog to a farm, because actually. it would be better off there where it can run around and stuff. Like, so this is Wentz going to a farm, uh, but like, as a live person <laughs> with other football, really better football players. Yeah, with, uh, around, with, with other dogs he can run around and play with, yeah. and like large animals that he can bark at, and an offensive line. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, good for him. Um, it is nice, it, you know. It's nice to finally, I don't know, just to have all this, this whole thing over with. Um, I'm gonna miss him, and I, I like what he did for the team. But I think he's better off somewhere else, as you said, um, especially with Indy. Uh, yeah, I think he could do a lot there. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just sad to see him go, especially since I, I feel like it was just some mixed messages when it came to the firing of Doug Peterson, where it's like, oh we can't have both of you on the team. So we're going to get rid of the, the coach head coach. Um, and then it was like, Oh, okay. So wait, is one staying? Okay. Um, and then, then it's, then, um, then we got rid of once um, for maybe a first round pick. We'll see. Um, I I'm think, sure you'll mention that. I think that when they got rid of Peterson and even when they hired Frank okay. Reich, no, not Frank Reich. Oh, that would be cool. Uh <laughs> Nick, if you're listening, Nick, Eagles. what's it? Sirianni is his name, right? Yeah. Uh, when they yeah, hired, I haven't been following that as much, to be honest. When they fired Peterson and hired the new guy, uh, <laughs> I think they had full intentions of trying to keep Wentz at the time mm-hmm. and then realized okay. that, like, there's still no way that they can do it. So then they had to get rid of him after that. Like, do you say that because of a money thing? Was it, was it money? Yeah, I mean, they're taking the largest cap hit in NFL history by trading him. So I think they were mm. probably trying to avoid that. So, yeah, uh, third round pick this year, second round pick next year. That becomes a first round pick if he plays 75% of the time or 70% and they make the playoffs. And I think that's very doable. So I think as far as I'm concerned, we most likely got a first and a third. I think it's kind of win-win for the Eagles because yeah. if they do well and like they make the playoffs, which they made the playoffs with Philip Rivers, if Carson Wentz is, you know, any year of Carson's career except for last year, if you put him at quarterback with the Colts, they're going to do at least as well as they did with Rivers because Rivers was yeah. toward the end of his career. Uh, well, I mean, it was literally the end of his career, but 
So if the Eagles get, no, if the Colts get into the playoffs, then the Eagles would get a first round pick. But if the, if the Colts play poorly and we get a second round pick out of it, it's going to be a higher, a better second round pick because it'll be lower because they didn't make the playoffs. So we're either going to get, you know, a back third mm. first round pick or a top two thirds second round pick. So really, I mean, it's kind of win-win and this sure. deal also sets us up to be able to root for Wentz to do well in Indy because we want them to make the playoffs and then we get a better draft pick, <sighs> which I was going to root for him regardless, because I think at the end, you know, there were rumors that like, he's saying, I don't want to go to Chicago. I only want to go to Indy. And so you need to make it happen that I'm going to Indy. Oh, really? Uh, okay. And if that happened, like, that's kind of shitty because you don't really get to make that decision. And it kind of forced the Eagles hand that like, apparently if the rumors are true, the bears knew he didn't want to go there. So they weren't like offering a ton and yeah. Indy could then, you know, not have to offer a whole lot because they know they're really the only place that the Eagles are trying to trade him to. So if that stuff happened, it wasn't really that cool, but I think everything leading up to that was kind of people kind of, giving Wentz the raw end of the deal, you know, with uh, drafting Hurts and like all mm. of this stuff, not giving him an offensive line, never giving him any weapons uh, to play again with after obviously that 2017 season. So I think everything leading up to it was like, you know, Wentz was getting screwed in my opinion. So honestly makes a little bit of sense that he wouldn't want to be here anymore. So I think it's best for everybody for him to move on. And like I said, he's in a better place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Uh, part of me just wishes it was in Chicago just so I could see him a bit more. Um, not in person, but like, um, you know, games would just be uh, on TV a bit more. So you have been cool to root for him on, um, on the Bears. And I would actually see a lot of his games. So It's only three hours away from Chicago. So that's why I'm proposing that we go to a game next year and I wear this when I root for him as someone who just wants to see him succeed. Yeah. I'll wear my Alshon Jeffrey shirt. That's worked out. Um, uh, or I get a Wentz uh, Colts Jersey. That'd be cool. Yeah. But jerseys are expensive. True. All right. Should we get to our actual topic of the evening? We, we shall. Yeah. So those are our reactions to the, to that news. Big news. So we had to, we had to talk about it. Um, but yeah, moving on. All right. Moving on to rom-com romantic comedy comedies. Whoa. That's true. Rom-com is short for romantic comedy. So time. do you like them? <laughs> because I feel like every week we're like talk about something and we cut to you and you're like I actually don't like what? this thing that we're talking about. Well, actually, uh, yeah. Um, is that is that such a surprise though? I always have to um, be the contrarian. I like to take a, you know a different opinion. Um, no, so they're they're okay. Um, I'll just say they're okay. They're um, <laughs> much like sports movies. They're probably a very very formulaic. I guess anything really written is that way. Um, uh, filled with various tropes. Um, yeah, um, that you know are very predictable. Um, but it doesn't mean you can't enjoy them. Uh, so I'm not saying you. Um, I just I just don't enjoy watching them on my own. Um, so I, I like I like watching them with other people though. There are a few though that I have watched on my own. Um, and, and and have enjoyed. I don't know. Maybe this gets into our next topic. But well, um, 
I I would like to just say that I enjoy you enjoy romantic, them? I enjoy romantic comedies, and that's okay. <laughs> Men are oh, allowed to like romantic comedies, just I'm like they're like allowed them. to order delicious drinks. <laughs> but it brings up a question because, like, before when we were when I was preparing for this, I was I trying to you know look up like what people say are the best romantic comedies, and I feel like there's not a very good definition of what a romantic comedy is. Oh my God, thank you for mentioning that, yes. I feel like sometimes they'll put movies in romantic comedy section if it's just like a comedy that also happens to have a love interest in it. And I don't think that okay. counts as a romantic comedy. Okay, that's interesting. So I think the ones I enjoy the most are probably the ones that are more comedic. Um, or Yeah, I mean, me too. Or like, but you know, I guess, okay. So from my perspective, I don't know. I don't know if this will be too controversial for um, our listeners. Um, I think two things go into romantic comedies. One, I think, is romance. Two, comedy. Ugh. As long as there's two, there's two things, I think that counts. But like, let me give you an example that came up on several lists that yes, I saw as like a top fifty romantic comedy. Yeah, because you, if you like type in that, there's like so many different movies, and then there, you can even like do subgenres of those. It's like action rom coms. Like, and no. there's two movies that came up on a couple of lists and they're actually very similar so i I'm a, we'll discuss both of them okay. groundhog's day and palm springs both came up under romantic comedies and i don't think that they're romantic comedies i think they really? are um, i think they're a movie about a man dealing with a time loop and there's <laughs> also a woman involved i don't think that's a romantic comedy the focus of that movie is mm. Uh, Bill Murray is stuck in a time loop that he's trying to get out of. Yes, he like falls in love in it. And it's like, funny. No, and it's that's Checks what I'm saying. I think I think it's a comedy that has romance in it. I do not think that it's a romantic comedy. Yeah. And I think that those should be different because I think that comedy can stand on its own and have like feelings in it without it being a romantic <laughs> comedy. Feelings. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, this movie is so funny, and there's a lady in it, so it's a romantic comedy. And I don't think, I think, a romantic comedy, the entire plot should be about like the romance, and it happens to be funny. Okay, yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I totally get that, and uh, I'm trying to remember back to um, Groundhog Day, but I feel like, I, and I've watched half of the movie recently, <laughs> as, as happened. let me guess, the second half. Yeah. <laughs> It just happens. Sorry. Uh, whenever, some, most of the times when we talk about movies, I tend to either only have seen half of the movie because that's just what I do. I usually watch the last half or, you know, just recently. It was just on TV. And then, like, I seen the full thing, but it was just happened to be on TV and I was just watching it. Anyway. Um, yeah, no. So I, I could be wrong, but yeah, it was, I think there has to be, I don't know, there has to be, like, some conflict between them, like, between the romantic interests, right? It has to be, like, kind of more on the forefront of the movie as what you were saying, like, within the plot rather than just kind of being there. Um, because, yeah, plenty of comedies have romance in them, but it doesn't really make them romantic comedies, and, of course, other movies do. Um, but I think for that, yeah, it seemed like I could be misremembering that, but it didn't seem like there was, like, a lot of um, I don't know, like for their relationship, it didn't seem like there was this uh, overarching conflict that there that had to be resolved. Uh, it just kind of seemed like at the end he was uh, doing everything right to um, just make her like him. But of course, he was just going through the same day or whatever again to do that. So, which seemed weird to me. It's just like, oh, are you actually 
maybe yeah he did change but it's like who are you falling in love with <laughs> him or like the actions he was doing because he just had infinite time to to try different things out anyway different conversation yeah and that's i'm talking groundhog day more than palm springs palm springs i feel like is even less of a romantic comedy yeah i haven't seen that yet um uh, but i haven't seen either of them in a while so i could be like you know misremembering right. as well but it, i just feel like the main plot is i'm stuck in this time loop and then it's like hey yeah. there's also this lady that i like and like that is definitely incorporated into it but i just feel like it if it's not like the plot of the movie then it, in my opinion it's not a romantic comedy yeah Do you even think though has- the ones i've listed as like my favorite romantic comedies i would say three of the four are what i just said where it's like the romantic part is not really the plot so <laughs> you know i'm kind of contradicting myself but if yeah. other people consider it a romantic comedy then i'll put it down as one i like yeah it's it's been validated um do you, do you think it swings in the other direction where maybe there's movies that are um too focused on the romance side of it but actually tend or maybe wouldn't be considered like kind of like a comedy in its own right you know um so does it should it get that title I think it happens, but I don't, like, I can't really think of good examples of like, oh, this is just like a all about romance when it's not really that funny. Um, yeah, and yeah. same here. Uh, this is an area of cinema I am very unfamiliar with and um, don't have much to say on the topic. But I agree with your your uh, your interpretation of what makes a movie a rom-com. But I, I agree with you. I like a lot more comedy in it. Like, I think it needs to be genuinely funny as well uh for me to enjoy it mm-hmm. like i'll en- like i'll in you know i've seen the notebook a few times okay i don't necessarily think it's all that funny uh, <laughs> i mean it's been a while since that, i've seen it but like is that considered a rom-com i don't even know it's yeah, not on my list it's been a long time since i've seen it i guess what would you call that like rom- I, just straight yeah rom-com. do they have just like a true romance <laughs> section i don't know i know they have it in books <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> they're all just like these shirtless men with like the long hair and yeah. so uh do you, would you like to talk some of your do you even have any that you like then uh <laughs> i i basically just listed the ones i've seen because <laughs> um there's very few I've, I've actually really seen uh so ones i've seen recently um would be always be my maybe um on netflix which that's oh, i actually, liked that one yeah that's actually one i saw on my own um by myself um and it was it was actually um in your house when i was alone uh <laughs> wait when were you in my house alone? Oh. <laughs> um yeah so another movie uh, wait with, hold on <laughs> back up no no so this is a um long time ago uh from after uh so i was coming back from the beach vacation um and then you all had to go to um this isn't this wasn't this last year it was the, it was the one before that oh yeah when we went straight from hilton head to outer banks yeah. and you went outer banks. i had to like yeah, you just I, like went in my house and watched a romantic comedy by yeah. yourself <laughs> you let me <laughs> or maybe i just went in there and i was just like oh, i need to take a break because it was a lot i because then i had to drive like another two hours to my, my my place after driving eight hours anyway so i took a little break and watched a romantic comedy <laughs> Oh, I guess that was like right when it came out because I remember we watched it at Reagan's dad's house. Yeah, so yeah. So 
yeah and that's why i kind of was just like oh let's just go for it i heard it was good um i like the actors um and yeah i i, I enjoyed it and yeah Kenny reeves in there was kind of funny um yeah and that's what makes it a comedy i actually yeah. didn't really like keanu reeves in that role oh. but it was it was definitely a funny movie and there was the plot was about their romance so i would say that 100 percent is a romantic comedy sometimes i just get tired of just the the glorification of him um and i don't know um and he has i don't know just like oh he's in this movie but you know it's yay i don't know i like him but uh some i feel like some people are just too obsessed with him that's all i have to say about that you probably got that um that's almost as controversial as saying you don't like dogs well that's the thing though like i get oh whatever (laughs) Damn it. You don't need to justify yourself. It's fine. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. I don't have to feel like I I have reasons why. I'll think of them later. Um, so what are some other ones? So that was fine. Um, so actually, I guess something that I, I actually didn't think about was a romantic comedy, but it was actually is a movie I really enjoy just on its own. Um, there's uh, Scott Pilgrim. Um, I think that's, that's it's, it's, it's pretty neat. It's pretty neat. I don't know if you've seen that. I have. Yeah. We can leave it at that. Oh, you don't like it? I I saw it very late in life uh, after it had, you know, people had, because, you know, in my old age. <laughs> um, and I just felt like it was overhyped. People always talk about it. And then I, maybe oh. if I had watched it, like when everybody thought it was cool. But wow. okay. That's still I don't know. Cool. Still very cool. Um, I don't know. Uh, I just like, I like Edgar Wright stuff, um, and I don't know. It's just this really, this really did it for me. Um, just like the the um, this the stylization of it, you know, as as a video game was fun, um, and Michael Sarah was always always fun, and I think he was great in that role. Um, I don't know, and the story was kind of funny and, and out there, but still like kind of still very real, uh, you know, when it does come to romance. Um, so no, I know I highly recommend it if you're into. Um, into that kind of stuff and also if you like other Edgar Wright stuff this is right up your alley so pretty good so it's probably up there for me it's probably one of my best um shout <laughs> okay so I feel like I've seen half of this movie surprise um but I still I don't know it's just kind of a very interesting premise but I think it kind of gets overlooked just with like just because of the premise and maybe it's target audience but warm bodies I think at least from oh the yeah it was kind of I don't know it was, it was good and just uh, just really out there in its concept and just kind of unique maybe not so unique in like the time it was released just because everyone was releasing like zombie related movies um, but just the idea that this this person and zombie would kind of fall in love is <laughs> kind of funny um, yeah so, I like that yeah and uh, just like an honorable mention there um, and then maybe we'll talk about this more but 500 days of summer I thought was good just because it kind of Kind of for me broke the rom-com formula a little bit um in that you know there's this you know these two people um and you know they don't and you kind of see you see them throughout the entire movie but then they don't actually get together um at the end um so i don't know i just thought that was interesting yeah I, it's been a long time since i've seen that movie but i remember yeah. like liking it i remember uh, it was especially funny when they like played house in ikea like it was not something like that. <laughs> yes yes I yeah that i remember that being really funny yeah and um i think there's a lot of people that would have summer uh pegged as the villain but no it was actually um wait 500 days it was actually yeah it was actually 500 days 
Um, wait, fuck. What's his name? I know his name. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Oh, it, it, his it, name. It, I forget his name in the movie. Shit. Um, uh, Robin. Maybe. No. <laughs> no, that's from The Dark Knight Rises. Oh, I see what you did there. Which, like, if you knew you were ending the series, like, why even bother trying to, like, force a Robin? Like, Oh, because the reaction in the theater was, <laughs> was electric. Like, I just saw the midnight release of it. It was actually quite fun. But then, like, yeah. I, 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 just, I mean, I liked his character in the movie, but, like, if you're not going to have any more movies, you don't even need to tie it. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. No, I, I totally get that. I just thought about that, too, before you mentioned it. I was like, wait, that's not really going to go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But, anyway, so those are, those are probably be my favorites up there. Especially Scott Pilgrim. I think it's just a fun, fun movie. So if we want to, if we want to dissect whether or not mine are actually romantic comedies, I actually, based off of my own definition that I said, like I mentioned, I don't think three of these are really romantic comedies. They're just comedies (laughs) I like that have romance in them. So uh, the first one is definitely maybe. And I guess you could kind, this is why I don't think that this one is you know, like a traditional romantic comedy because it's literally just uh, Ryan Reynolds, which he will show up a couple of times on my list for obvious reasons. Uh, he's telling his daughter like how he met his her mother and like that story. Careful, it's a show. Uh, <laughs> so it's like a romantic comedy because it's talking about like how they met and things like that. Yeah. But I feel like the main focus is like, I don't know, him telling his child the story, which makes it seem weird that it's a romantic comedy. <laughs> like... Just imagine it's like it's a romantic comedy that stars Ryan Reynolds and a young Abigail Breslin. <laughs> like that, oh, just, yeah. that doesn't sound like it that should be familiar. a it should be a romantic comedy. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, but yeah, it's I just think it's funny and like I think Ryan Reynolds is very funny and attractive, so he's like the perfect uh, romantic comedy lead. Uh, and I just you know like that going back and off of Ryan Reynolds uh, this is the one that's on my list that I think is a true romantic comedy out of my list and that's the proposal with Ryan Reynolds and Sandra Bullock with Mm. the uh, the classic you know marrying somebody for the green card storyline yeah Uh, but I think they do it very funny yeah this might surprise you but uh, I actually saw the first half of that movie Wow. Or maybe the first quarter, probably way less than that. Um, and I like that. But I think that one, again, is more of the traditional romantic comedy yeah. because it's the two people that hate each other and then they grow to love each other. But it's like the, their relationship is the entire right. story. Right. Uh, and then now I'm switching Ryan's uh, to a Ooh. to a Ryan Gosling picture. I think picture. you have a type. I, I told you. It's a bunch was of this, like two weeks ago or something like that i said the sexiest man alive should always be given to somebody named ryan or chris <laughs> or uh, yes, yes yes that's right it was chris as well yeah i do remember the chris part so my ryan gosling movie which i guess could be considered a romantic comedy because there's lots of uh you know romantic plot lines in it it's crazy stupid love with uh ryan gosling and steve carell where he kind of like steve carell uh, is getting divorced so ryan reynolds is this playboy who feels bad for him so he tries to teach him how to pick up women and then there's like romantic plot lines in there as well i'm sure some comedy oh definitely it's i think it's very funny 
If you haven't seen it, you should definitely. I, check it I out. have not. So most of these things on your list, I've not seen. Yeah, I think that might be the yeah, funniest be, movie be, on the list. I yeah, I think it's the funniest movie on my list. Maybe tied with the one that this uh, last one on my list, which I think of all of these might be, I would say the least considered a romantic comedy, which is about time. No. It's about time you mention your the last one on your list. Sorry, <laughs> I had to say that. I, I don't uh, know that one. Uh, so it's um, Rachel McAdams and Sky. I, I recognize the actor, but I can't think of his name right now. Uh, and it's, he is, he finds out that he can uh, go back in time. Like he has the ability to... Uh, Travel That's... backwards in time, not forwards in time. I like this genre in and of itself is just like rom-coms, like time-traveling rom-coms. <laughs> I feel like it's just such a huge part of the genre. But he he uses, like, he meets, it's kind of like not really romantic comedy because it's basically just like his entire life. Like he meets Rachel McAdams, they fall in love, then they get mm-hmm. married and have kids and like all this stuff. So it's not really like the typical- Boring chasing the person no it's actually a very funny movie but it's like kind of got like british humor in it oh i like that type of humor his name is i what is that um last name gleason right yes the last name is gleason um he's in some other stuff too that i would recognize him from but i don't know i think that's interesting because like you would think if you say the plot of the movie is this guy uses his ability to go back in time to convince Rachel McAdams to fall in love with him, that sounds like a sketchy kind of like blurs ethical lines, but that's not, that's not actually like the movie. First of all, he establishes early on in the movie that he can't use going back in time to actually make somebody fall in love with him if they don't actually love him because he tries that with Margot Robbie. Uh, So she's in the beginning of the movie, he, goes back and try and to like try and make her fall in love with him that doesn't work so he establishes pretty early on that he can't like actually manipulate people with it which makes oh, it better arbitrary rules love it and then he like i said he goes back to meet her and then you know from there on they like fall in love and stay together and he doesn't really use going back in time to like manipulate her mm. uh so it's not really as much a romantic comedy because like I said, it's just kind of like him living his life. But I think that's, I think it's considered a romantic comedy by these broad definitions of romantic comedies. Yeah, 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 for sure. So that's kind of like a, a quick run through of the ones that I think. Also, I've seen on a few lists, The Princess Bride thrown on there. I also- Oh. I think that's, I think The Princess Bride is like too hard to pin down as a specific type of movie because it's got all of these different genres together. So I'm not including that as a romantic comedy, even though it does have, you know, strong romantic plots in it. Yeah, no, I feel like... um, Because obviously, as my favorite movie, it would be on the list. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, let's say I agree with your choices. Nicely done. I might watch Despite the fact that you've only seen maybe one one. of them. (laughs) With that. (laughs) I think you should start with Crazy Stupid Love. Maybe, maybe. I'm trying to remember which one that was. 
Ryan Gosling is shirtless several times. So, ooh, I already added to my queue. Let's do it. But it's got Ryan Gosling, uh, Steve Carell. That's the one. Yep. Kevin Bacon is in it. Um, ooh, love me some bacon. What's Emma Stone? Ooh, I like Emma Stone. Oh, what's her name? She's she played. Uh, why am I cannot like? Why can't I think of anybody's name today? Uh, the redheaded lady. She was. <laughs> she was uh, Clarice in oh, Hannibal. Julianne, Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore. Yeah, I. That's like a very famous person for me to forget. But I, <laughs> I, I like her. She's whoa. Don't forget Marissa Tomei. I was getting there. Oh, Gosh. getting there. Okay. Can't also forget Josh Groban. Yeah, Josh, Josh Groban's in it. Josh Groban, what? <laughs> yeah, so it's got some very funny people. Josh Groban, I actually think, is hilarious. Yeah. Uh, I know that, like, that's not supposed to be his thing. I guess he's some kind of mu- musician. <laughs> but I think I think he's very think funny. That's what he's known for. <laughs> he's, what an like, understatement. He shows up in Sunny, and he's hilarious in that. Oh, yeah. He's very funny in that movie Coffee Town with uh, Dennis from It's Always Sunny. Oh. That's a really funny movie. That's kind of like not as famous of a movie. Yeah, I've heard of it, so it's, it's not famous. It's not a romantic comedy. Oh, okay. I might watch it then. Yeah, for, yeah, for me, I think I wouldn't put this up as my like favorite genre just because of all the love. I don't know. Um, Love might be up there with dogs. It's not, it's not that I hate it. It's just, I don't know. That's just why. I'll, I'll live in a house with somebody else's love, but I don't want it to be my full responsibility. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so much responsibility. Yeah, just to, to <laughs> love is just so hard and full of responsibility. I don't want that. So the last little bit that we're talking about in this, uh, I guess, romantic section of movies and television <laughs> we're just doing mouse stuff for the romantic section oh yeah romantic mouse stuff. <laughs> romantic mouse stuff. um is do you have any favorite tv couples that you like do i i do actually yes yeah, <laughs> of course should i go through them yes please as i want to do i have a list um I haven't really ranked these. It's, it's, it's actually really hard. I was doing this like right before, <laughs> right before this. So I kept thinking like, oh, wow, this, 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 this. Um, so I'm just going to go down it and maybe just think about which ones I would highlight. Um, so first, the, the first thing that came to mind for me was Fry and Leela from Futurama. Okay. That's a big one for me. Um, maybe the, I wouldn't put them really high on this list just because the show annoyingly did like a will they, won't they forever. And then it was just like, Nothing really kind of came about from it, but there are at the end one of the last episodes is um, was the kind of centered around their relationship and did have some sort of ending. I thought it was really beautiful, um, so definitely put it up there. Kind of, um, I guess, a bit unorthodox with it being uh, um, an animated sitcom, but um, I don't know. I just enjoyed that. Maybe, I, maybe like Homer and Marge as well, but I don't know. I think she just takes a lot of shit from Homer and. Think they're a good couple, um, but I think Fry and Leela are um, deep down. Um, so I don't watch this. Sh- I, I really don't watch this show. Um, and even when it was on, I, I barely watched it. But uh, I gotta say, what really drew me into it, those episodes were uh, 
was uh, Marshall and Lily from How I Met Your Mother. Um, oh yeah, I thought they were, thought they were fun. Um, great couple. I don't know, just uh, that's all I had to say about them. Um, and then I guess maybe the one the highest on my list would be. I, I guess I alluded to this back in the office episode, but it'd be Michael and Holly, um, one of my favorite um, favorite couples that that just works so well um, in so many ways. Uh, the they're perfect for each other, and it was great to see that on TV. Um, few more. So, of course, I had to mention Parks and Rec as well, if I mentioned The Office. So, Andy and April, Parks and Rec, obviously, love them together. And, of course, Ben and Leslie as well. So, they're, they're up there. So, whoever watched that um, that show, it's just, I don't know, I like seeing that. The, the, this is a show that always had, like, really good relationships. Um, even Ron, when it came to breakfast, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, Ron, not Ron, and, not Ron and Tammy, but Ron and the um, I always forget her name, but the, the woman he does eventually marry later on. Um, I like I like I like their relationship. I like what they have going on, you know, with um, you know the stepdaughters he has. Uh, what is her name? Oh. We can't name? remember anybody's names. <laughs> My name memory is acting weird today. <laughs> and then last thing I want to mention, uh, Cam and Mitch from Modern Family, another oh. show I I did watch a lot early. I never really finished it. Um, I don't know, but I, I Diane, I, Diane, yeah, Diane, yeah, Kim and Mitch. I actually really enjoyed them um, as a couple. I thought they're they're just really funny, and uh, I, I just feel like there's a lot of chemistry between them on the show. Um, I thought it was great, but I think for me, actually, this is a tough one now that I look at it. So Michael and Holly probably high up there, but I don't know. I just always loved Andy and April. Just the, the youthful innocence to their their relationship that is just kind of cute and endearing. Um, I love their surprise wedding. I think that's yeah, such well, a good idea. Yeah. Um, and it was really good too. Heartwarming. Um, I like that. Yeah. So that'd be me. How about you? I did not make a list. Uh, I actually didn't, despite making this question, didn't give it a ton of thought. Uh, I like. This took me five minutes, but okay. I like all of your answers. Those are good. Thank you. The, the one I immediately I went to uh, is from a short-lived and apparently not very popular oh. television show. Uh, and that is the the lead characters from the FX show, I'm Sorry. We oh watched, my God. We watched a couple episodes together. I just yes. loved, I loved their relationship, the back and forth, like no. banter and teasing and like smart ass remarks that they would yeah. make with each other. It seemed really real uh, yeah. and genuine and I don't know. They just seemed like really fun. They had a really good back and forth. Yeah, yeah. It's They're, like if anyone cares what their names were, it was Andrea and Mike. But that's I had to look it up yeah, too. Yeah, no. First off, such a good show. I would, I would definitely. Recommend yeah, it's a shame that it only went two seasons. It only did. Yeah. Oh, it's such a shame. I was so into that show. And I'm so glad you brought them up because now that I'm thinking about it, I would even put them up top for me. Uh, I just really, I just really liked their, their, yeah, I just really liked their relationship, how they interacted. Um, of course they cared, <laughs> um, but like they, they just knew how to joke with each other um, in a way that did seem genuine, but um, mm-hmm. and it was just like, it was just so good. They just had this rapport that um, just made it seem real and that they just, uh, they really knew each other. And like, it's like, wow she said that to him or like he said that to her, but no, they're just joking. They're just, they're just having fun. They're having a good time in their marriage. And uh, yeah, no, I, I love that. Damn. I'm so sad now. 
So I'm going to use this as uh, for next week about what pissed me off is learning a good show. <laughs> Spoilers. Um, damn, that sucks. That's such a good show. Did we? I think we watched the second season, right? I think so. I don't know. I might. I need to look. I need to look back. I mean, there's only 20 episodes, so it's pretty easy to watch. I think it's on Netflix. So you know, recommend that out to anybody. It's a very funny show. Please, yeah, please watch it. And yeah. I enjoyed every episode that I watched. I thought it was very good. And I was very sad to find out that it was yeah. canceled when it was canceled. Each episode someone watches, we get 10 cents through this promotion. So please no. <laughs> <laughs> if only. Yeah. So. I guess that wraps it up. That wraps up our yeah. rom-com themed podcast number 10. Yeah. 10th episode. And. We're supposed to be starting a new format. Uh, we, did, we did go a little bit long for our new format, uh, but... Editing, editing, editing. We had a lot of stuff that we had to get to with editing. the new uh, Eagles events. You can feel free to edit out my controversial remarks around dogs and Keanu Reeves and love in general. Um, nope, all of that's staying. <laughs> I want everyone to hate you. Oh, man. Oh, well. No one is going to love me anyway. Oh, that's so sad. Hey. Here's to 10 more episodes. <laughs> You're here. Wait, I don't know what to say to that. So. What can I do? What can I do for you? Thank you to our six listeners uh, who keep listening all the way through this 10th episode. And next week we'll be on the 11th episode. Woo. That's why I'm wearing this number 11 jersey. Number 11, yeah. <laughs> Even though, why wouldn't I be wearing it next week? <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening to mouth stuff with nick and nick i have been nick i will always be nick and then we're going to end in the middle of a